WDBM East Lansing. I Hey, it's Thursday. Welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Brock, and Shannon does love me, even though she's no longer. Shannon is wasted on YouTube. I'm no longer that, nor am I any longer on a porn site. <laughs> Was I ever, actually. Let's fix that. Uh, Fifteen minutes have come to an end. Oh, that's too bad. Great show this evening. Uh, to my immediate left, you may know him as Jay Young. I know him as Joshua, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Money. Money. The oh. worst nickname I've ever come it up is. with. Uh, let me just say this. Being white is a curse. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Right. <laughs> Having this white guy with a red, white, and blue headband say, hey, it's Mr. Money. Red, white, and blue head. Oh, from the, my Facebook profile. That's my yeah. street cred dropped 100 <laughs> I, I apologize. That is entirely my fault. Uh, also, and it looks like you actually got some sleep and a haircut. So, right. uh, <laughs> two on both counts. And he's got a big week coming up, so we'll talk about that. To my immediate left, actually, because he just walked in super loudly. Hey, Eric. So do you, do you believe me now? Well, see, I thought you guys were getting married this year, but it's next year, right? Yeah, it's yeah. next year. Oh, okay. So that, I was thinking that when I, we were talking last week about the trains yeah, coming through. Yeah, they're just starting it now, yeah. the construction. I was thinking he was doing, you were doing it this year, so that's why I was like, oh, my God, why are you doing it there? Oh, no. So it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Obviously, Shannon, we've heard from, and the lovely couple. Yes. Hey, Miss Tunner, how are you? She's most of the lovely. <laughs> good luck. Uh, 95%. And Aaron, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? She's certainly the least hairy of the yeah. couple. Yeah, he just shaved before he came in. Right? Yes. Yeah. I shaved outside in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that pile was? Yeah. I just, yeah. I just got a ruler and scraped it against my face. Uh, do they still make the rulers with those blades on them? I don't know. See, yeah, fun, Shannon doesn't even know what I'm talking about, Mr. Engineer. You like, take those things out and make, like, a little sh- shank. <laughs> yeah, no, in elementary what school. What you do with those is you rub them against the rubber of your shoe, and then they get red hot, and you touch them on the back of the kid in front of you. <laughs> so in the middle of class, a kid just freaks out. Uh, also, Ian Thrasher Walker making sure that we are all interweb connected. What's up? Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. I didn't see any big piles of comic books. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do the comic book exchange today for some reason. Uh, yay. He's got enough <laughs> reading material for now. I've got quite a stack of reading material at home. All right. Well, lots uh, lots going on this week. Uh, I am a mere uh, nine days away from being a married man, which is, uh, here's the thing. I was talking to somebody today, and they're like, wow, you know, you look like you're nervous. And here's the thing. I am nervous, but what I'm nervous about is everything going right, making sure people are in the right places, everybody gets paid, nobody freaks out, <coughs> Christine, uh, nobody freaks out, starts crying, and uh, everything is cool. I, like The whole getting married thing is so... We've already bought the house and we're living together, so it's not like it's this huge change in, in my it's life. It's a technicality. And Jeremy says like, it's okay. Aren't so. you guys common law married already? There's no common law in Michigan. Oh, there's not? I thought no. Michigan was like three-year common law. No, there is no common law in Michigan, and usually it's like seven years. But um, uh, Brock, did you guys write your own vows? God, no. God, no. I that would ref- make me nervous. I refuse. Well, here's the thing, because, like, we got this Sorry. guy. I wanted God having no part in my wedding ceremony, so I made sure to get the one dude that would not do a religious ceremony, uh, which is going to hurt 
I don't think her relatives know that yet, which is going to be interesting. Uh, but <laughs> who does atheist weddings? Well, see, my buddy Terrell, who the Reverend Craig Terrell right. is an ordained minister right. via the interwebs. Uh, so if things go wrong, he can do it. No, like uh, we got this. Uh, we got a judge from the uh, 54B District Court right here in East Lansing. Very, very nice guy. It's great because he's like six ten. And I'm six four, and Christine's almost six feet, so we're gonna be standing up Dude, there like, it's like the tallest wedding ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I think you should hire some midgets to make yourself look <laughs> even taller. Yeah, just to be the flower people and yeah, the little flower people. I'll do it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what? What? Making fun of the little people. <laughs> we're not making fun of. It was Eric. It we're wasn't laughing me. with <laughs> the little people with big hearts. Little people with big hearts. Uh, so anyway, um, and big hands. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> what? I'm just, oh please, I'm just kidding. Um, one of, I actually have a friend who's a little person, and, uh, like any stereotypical joke ever, he is the one that, uh, is the most offensive, so I will let him, uh, represent me so anyway um so if there's any fights that are coming my way that's uh he's gonna represent me in that fight um so we gotta the the whole the thing that really scares me about doing the vows is like they send you home with a sheet and they're like okay you can pick between these and there's some really really awful cheesy ones but we found one that we kind of like we changed some of the stuff around but then it's like there, it's like three paragraphs long, and I'm gonna be up there like my mouth is gonna be super dry, and it's gonna be like, nah, nah, and I'm not gonna be able to talk. Uh, and I'm, how how I'm gonna remember? He's Just gonna have to go flask in your. <laughs> yeah, there's g- there. he's gonna have to talk like two words at a time. Just so be like you're doing the kind of where the guy says a couple words and then you repeat it. I hope so because if he does a yeah. whole sentence, I'm gonna be screwed. I'll be yeah. like, yeah, what you said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, you know. Just answer yes. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping, you know, being that he is a uh, judge from 54B, he doesn't bring up all the uh, the, the traffic tickets I currently have. Uh, <laughs> well, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is coming up next Saturday. Um, yeah. Oh, there's uh, there's that our friends Hanson. <laughs> we haven't heard. I actually uh, I just talked to uh, talked to Taylor a couple uh, last week. I think um, he will not be at my wedding. Um, they oh wish they could gosh, make it. Uh, they uh, they'll be on tour though, uh, but they will be around Michigan. For those of you who don't know, Hanson, they're playing. Uh, where are they playing? Royal Oak Music Theater, April nineteenth. April nineteenth, and I am. We have tickets. We do. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have some access to the band one way or another. Um, uh, but that is coming up. Uh, also this evening, have tickets for immediate giveaway. Uh, we'll actually do it a little later. Uh, we've got a pair of tickets to see, uh, two pairs of tickets to see Prom Night Celebration Cinema, along with the 21 t-shirt uh, cards and posters, thanks to Allied Advertising. And, you know, I give movie stuff, the, the stuff, the promotional stuff we give with m- movie kind of things a hard time the shirts that came with 21 are actually pretty money they're pretty sweet so uh there's uh those will be yours coming up later up and a pair of tickets to see harold and kumar we actually have two of those too yeah so a pair of tickets uh to see harold and kumar yeah getting bong loads of plenty uh along with the 21 t-shirt cards and poster thanks to allied advertising as well so that's coming up four three two three eight nine three our screen name is impact happy hour it is all one word via aol instant messenger uh, I was just looking here. No surprise, SI.com. Uh, I don't think we've been picked to say, win a single game since uh, March Madness has started. And uh, what do you guys think about the impending Memphis game? 
Dick Vitale said we were gonna win. Yeah, I've heard. Really? I've heard some pretty good reviews. Uh, Which means we're probably gonna lose. Right. Everybody <laughs> says we're gonna win, then we lose. I don't have us going past Memphis. I mean, you know, on the one hand, I would love to see State win, but I mean, Derrick Rose is better than our whole team. <laughs> he just play one on five. He's gonna be the, <clears> gonna <throat> be the second pick. In the oh, look who decided to show up for his job about ten minutes late, Brandon. Not ten minutes late, like three minutes late. Well, you know, when we go on the air, uh, I talk to Shannon. I'm like, where's where's Brandon? Uh, we, we need to be on the air in a minute and a half. She's like, oh, he'll be here in five minutes. Yeah. That's well, classic college radio, buddy. I asked, I asked if someone could just quick start the show. <laughs> but anyway, we couldn't have asked for a better draw. Memphis is by far the weakest one seed in the tournament. They got pushed to the wall last week against Texas A&M. I can emphatically say we're better than Texas A&M. MSU should have no problem upsetting Memphis. So, uh, Because of their free throw shooting, uh, we might have a pretty good chance, I think. You know, that I, that is the uh, the standard school of thought as far as our chances at winning. Um, I don't know. I, I You know, I... There's at, at least three people in this room. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, all I know is I really want to see uh, Stephen Curry beat the crap out of the ugly, lanky white dudes of Wisconsin and watch them go home and Bo just cry, cry. Dude, uh, Mr. Curry is uh, one of the best ball players I've seen play in a long time. That, that kid's unreal. Just throwing up threes from 20 feet behind the arc. Uh, so anyway, those tickets uh, will be up a little later. We'll probably talk a little more basketball, even though the impact, believe it or not, is not one of the biggest like sports fanatics kind of places. Obviously, who'd have thought? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Surprise, surprise. You got Monday nights uh, with Dan, but uh, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so what? Uh, what's coming up in the next week that's big for anybody else besides me? I could talk all day about what I've got coming up, but. Yay, nay. Not too much for me. I know. Jay Young has stuff coming uh, up. Big week for me. First off, I'm starting the week. Great show tomorrow night. We have uh, Styles and Swag, these two ladies from the uh, Lansing area, and they're supposed to be opening for Lil Wayne at his concert on the 6th, so definitely should tune in for that. Plus, DJ Collectors won't be there this weekend, so me and Will get to wreak havoc for six hours as opposed to three. Wow. Which is always good. And I found a album today that was uh, in the midst of the Impact Underground, just hanging out, uh, that I thought I, Joshua uh, was uh, literally almost in tears. You're so yeah, happy. Easy E, Eternal E. <laughs> I, I, OG move of the week. It <laughs> uh, pretty much canceled out Mr. Money. <laughs> uh, I know I'm doing my, I'm doing what I can to make up for that. Uh, Gomeo also signing on. Uh, good morning to Gomeo, where it is 9 a.m. Friday morning in Okayama, Japan. We were just listening to the uh, <laughs> the the uh, uh, What's Up Happy Hour from the band uh, Hannibus. Yeah, that's that's with an H. Uh, I don't know if they smoke weed or anything, but uh, they. <laughs> Uh, they, they have a, a new fantastic opening, which we might have to put in. We might have to implement that here at uh, Impact Happy Hour. But, you know, the, the more I think about it, the more my days are numbered here at the Impact and for Happy Hour. And I'm getting a little a, a little scared because uh, Mitchell has been, uh, ever since Mitchell got a girlfriend. He flaked. He fl- we should call him up live Bros on the air. Bros. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, Mitchell, Mitchell needs to be taught a lesson. About I that, think I he does. But, I, you know, I only have, we only have, what, like five weeks of class left or something. And yeah, so I, I could have, you know, I might only have five or six shows left here on, on uh, Happy Hour. So, and that that's kind of sad. But uh, we will make the best of it. We'll have to plan, like, a big, like, uh, final show 
Uh, hopefully it's not the last uh, happy hour ever, but uh, we'll have to plan something. Doing it live uh, involving booze or something would be a good idea <laughs> and a very bad idea all together. But uh, so what? Uh, didn't you have other things going on too, Joshua? Oh man, for every uh, hip hop fan out there, you probably already know about Respiration, the longest running hip hop show in Mid Michigan over at Max. And I'll be performing. People don't get to see me perform. I didn't know you perform. No, there's there's two two sides of my coin. There's the radio ho- uh, host, host uh-huh. too, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But I'm also an artist, so I've I've uh, performed a respiration a couple times before. This will be my third time actually. So here's hoping the third time is a charm. All right, very good. Well, that. Uh, that... Oh yeah, one last thing. Uh huh. Sunday, April. That's the sixth. 4 p.m. I am West Main Gym. Oh yeah! If you've never seen me play basketball before and you want to experience the magic that is <laughs> Joshua Smith on the basketball court, I'm actually representing Impact in a charity basketball game. It's going for a great cause. It's very fairly cheap, three dollars and a suggested donation, and the uh, proceeds go to an orphan care center in South Africa. Uh, VVOCF. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check that out at www.mrule, one word, .msu.edu for more information on that. So, other than that, it's going to be an eventful week. Big week, and you actually need to get some sleep. So, uh, so I was checking out uh, Perez Hilton today. Is there, I mean, we don't have uh, Danger in here, and he's uh, the world's biggest theater guy, but I was noticing that apparently they're uh, talking about doing a Phantom of the Opera uh, sequel. What? Andrew Why? Lloyd Webber is writing the oh. uh, <laughs> sequel to one of the most... Uh, my old lady is in love with that, and I've seen it a couple times. Um, and um, I'm not a big fan of theater in general, because I don't like the people involved with theater. Um, I don't mind seeing shows, but I don't like theater people in general, because they're they're kind of like impact people, but louder voices. Uh, and they, they're a little more... <laughs> Bipolar, I think. Um, but uh, <laughs> they're the same, but they speak from the diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whispering, you're so a lot. <laughs> oh God, you're so heady, uh, Miss Hunter. No, um, I I don't know why. It's like uh, making a sequel to Cats. Like how? Like didn't? I, dude, I honestly I don't even remember how that story goes. Didn't like the Phantom die at the end or something? I don't remember how the play is. Uh, my old lady's going to kill me because I'm going to be like, didn't you Did die? Did you ever see it in Toronto? No, but she has a trillion times. That's where I want to see it. The but Phantom does do kind of leave an opening for a sequel, um, but I don't remember exactly how it ends, but it, I know that it does leave an opening for a sequel. It's kind of like making a sequel to Rent. Like I was just about to say <laughs> that, and I was going to say, when are they going to come out with Lease? But I didn't think anyone would, would get the reference. <laughs> Uh, buzzing. Wasn't that the name for the, uh, the, uh, South Park, uh, yeah, yeah, or America. Team America, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, um, that, what, what I don't, the, the shows like that are kind of cool because if you're a music person, uh, Rent's kind of, I mean, they're like, it's the rock opera, but I'm like, eh, it's not it's really not a, super rocky. Yeah, it's not yeah I liked Rent, though, and I thought I was gonna hate it. Like, really? musicals aren't my thing whatsoever, but Rent was pretty cool. I it, loved it. I saw it at Wharton last year with his mom, and I loved it. The only thing that I think that I 
there's a couple of things that I've seen. I, I saw the uh, the 35th annual, uh, the B, spelling B, whatever that was. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, Langford County or something. That was actually pretty humorous, and that wasn't, that was a musical, but not really. You know what was really cool that I makes me want to kill myself that I really liked was The Lion King. Surprisingly, I saw that. <laughs> that was, that's Everyone likes the Lion King. <laughs> yeah. Avenue Q is a great musical. That I, I'm ex- I have, I want to see that too. I, that is one I actually do want to see because um, a, puppets being naughty is uh, uh oh uh yeah she got online and it says you jerk I can't believe you don't remember how Phantom ends. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's she not, really calling you a jerk or I was, a word you can't say on the No, radio. she said jerk, but I I was I was I'm sorry. I was too busy paying attention to you and how the li- the light was <laughs> bouncing <laughs> off your face. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Straight face. Uh, by the way, our uh, my screen name via AOL Instant Messenger is Impact Happy Hour. If you want to be like my old lady <laughs> and harass me for the things that I say that are, um, wow, yeah. So uh, I don't, uh, I don't actually remember how it ends. I, she gets with the guy Garcon or whatever, right? I've never. Seen or is that, that Sleeping Beauty? No, that's <laughs> so, Beauty and the no, Oh my that's that's God! Wow, that's your waiter. Just, just give it up, bro. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, dude. I, oh, I have a lot in my mind. He's <laughs> got a wedding to plan. Okay? Yeah, I have a lot in my mind. Oh, he disappears into the chair. Is how it ends. Right. Is it like uh, a chair in a toilet? Like. Yes, he falls into the toilet. <laughs> that's how the show ends. It ends on a big. Rim oh, apparently shot. Uh, we're not getting married anymore. So uh, that's. Uh, she's gonna leave you if you keep this up. <laughs> oh, it's just a good time. Come on, just make up our own ending. He and a bunch of elderly folk uh, go into a UFO and get carried off into the sunset. No, that's that. Steve Gutenberg waves. <laughs> I was gonna the say. End. Yeah. No, that, that's a cocoon. I it's think the fan actually. Of the Phantom of the Cocoon. Hey, is, and, uh, for any of the, uh, those of you who pay attention to PerezHilton.com uh, as much as I do, I don't watch his uh, show, uh, but I do check out the website from now uh, every once in a while. Uh, and Madonna is all over it. And uh, she looks really, really disgusting. Like, I, I don't know why I keep seeing pictures and I'm like, ugh. Madonna? Like, yeah. I've never found Madonna very attractive no, in but, any way. I mean, that's not like any era of Madonna. Like that picture isn't so bad, but the, the cover of her new record is. Uh, have you seen that yet, Shannon? Mm-mm. Who's standing behind my back? Uh, it's great radio, by the way. Um, and I love. Uh, <laughs> We're talking about internet pictures. I know you? internet pictures. Yeah, check this out. How uh, uh, in college? Here's an interesting. This one's for you, by the way. Uh, Rest in peace is one of the postings in college towns across America. Record stores continue to close in record numbers. Uh-huh. Uh, gee, I wonder why. When was the last time? Uh, what was the uh, what was the one where the band used to play? Was that Warehouse Records? Yeah, Warehouse Records. Sure, yeah, uh, that was that closed before I moved into town, though. Was it you that sent me the text that they're talking about? Maybe Small Planet again? Yeah, that's that's the rumor. Where the hell would you do that? I I don't know, but that, that's, that's that's the rumor. That's the rumor. It's a Small Planet. For those of you that aren't familiar, I haven't been uh, in the music scene or around East Lansing for. Uh, a while. Uh, there used to be a joint back in the day, uh, right across the street from where the CVS pharmacy is right now. There was the Edge, where my alma mater when it comes to radio. Uh, the Edge, and then downstairs was the BW3, and then right next door is this big club called Small Planet, which was money. It was the first place I ever played live in a band. Um, lots of great. I saw Weezer there. Saw Better Than Ezra there. Uh, lots of great bands used to come through there and play. Is this like underneath the gerbil cage? 
Uh, no, it's like right across the street from the Riv. Oh, okay. So, um, it's the hamster cage. I call it the jerk cage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really I, the habit trail is what everybody else calls it. But uh, so anyway, um, I, if that were to come back, first of all, I don't. It'd have to be somewhere right downtown because obviously, as we found out, uh, places like the Temple Club are way too far out for people to actually go to. Plus, uh, it was in a church. So. Does that so bother you? Drinking. It doesn't bother me. It makes it drinking even people. more fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wanted to go to the Temple Club, but the, like you said, it's out there. The one night I went there my freshman year, there were like four people there, and I think we were three of the four people. And I used to love. I didn't care. I used to like playing. Like I, I, uh, I played in. Uh, I played a couple shows at the Temple Club, and uh, Jerome was great, and I, I liked playing there. It was. Um, if you had enough people in there, it sounded good. If there, if it was dead, the sound wasn't <laughs> fantastic because yeah, it's just like blah, blah, blah. The sound was really bad when we were there, but there weren't very many. People. Yeah, if there were, if there were a good number of people there, it was nice. Um, I liked the way it was set up, but it was just, uh, it was, you know, not in the best situation. But around here, plus the way that you know East Lansing is with uh, liquor licenses, you're not going to put a place up that's going to be profitable to have bands and stuff play at if you can't sell booze. And God knows, there's only. Uh, so many liquor licenses to go around in East Lansing, um, and they have to review if all the uh, if all the places I just saw in the paper the other day they're reviewing to see if uh, certain places can get their uh, liquor licenses renewed. I think they said all of them are going to get them renewed. I, uh, There's a bunch of violations, but they just have to like take a class with the police or something, and then they get it renewed. The violations are the police don't have anything better to do, so they go around <laughs> and they sit. Uh, dude, my old lady's mom got pulled over by an MSU cop. Uh, over by the farms, by the way, which over way over there, for not making a complete stop at a stop sign. Oh, by the way, I got pulled over for that um, this weekend. This past on, weekend. On Saturday, I think it Friday. was. Friday. Um, I was driving Shannon and Brandon. Shannon was intoxicated, but I wasn't, luckily. Uh, <laughs> I did drank did they pull you out of the car? No, oh, well, here's what happened. I didn't stop at the stop sign like at West Circle right there. And he pulls me over, and he's like, immediately he says, have you had anything to drink tonight? I was like, no. And he just did the thing where he told me to hang my head out the window, and he made me follow his finger with just my eyes without moving my head, and I passed that, so he was fine. But Can they do that? Don't they I have don't to know. ask you to get on? See, here's the thing. I, I know you, um, I could get on this radio right, I'm on this radio right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I could go ballistic <laughs> about the MSU cops, but I'm not going to because I don't want to give a bad name to the impact but um, or about yeah, things in general. But really, um, please, really, you're going to harass uh, alumni who uh, donate lots of money to the school, who I understand sitting and uh, uh, pulling people over for racing like 45, 50 miles an hour through, you know, downtown, cam- uh, down middle of campus. That's totally cool to me. But uh, sitting there and on Mount Hope pulling over Lansing residents, please. Um, you work for me. Got to uh, make that quota. Yeah, oh, I know. Uh, you, although, if you ever ask a cop, they're like, there's no quotas? What are you talking about? Please. Uh, we're not stupid. You uh, know what I heard? I heard that if you care, if you're a CCW uh, card holder, cops won't mess with you. <laughs> no, if you carry it? Even well, if, I mean, you have to tell them, but more times than not, they're like, I heard that they're usually... My dad is a CCW carrier, uh-huh. uh, and they will, if you don't tell them that you, even if you don't have a gun in the car, if you don't know what CCW is, it's concealed carry weapons permit. Uh, and if you have uh, a, if you even if you don't have a gun and you don't tell them, 
Uh, it's basically you get harassed. Like if you go across borders, you get harassed. Airports, you get harassed. Um, which is what he tells me, but I only believe like half of what my dad actually says. But, um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I would not say that's probably the truth because, although I don't know, probably most people have a CCW or the get her done types and probably don't have much hey, trouble. So what counts. do you need a CCW for? It's my amendment right to no, carry a weapon. Okay, so it's basically just like a law that you can carry your gun. It's nothing special, right? Well, it is. It basically, um, and I don't know how I know all this. Uh, I'm such a redneck. Basically, if you're gonna apply, if you're gonna have a handgun, it's for handguns. If you're gonna have a handgun, you have to apply for a permit at your local sheriff's office every time you buy a handgun, which costs money, and then they have to run your fingerprints and all that stuff, and then you get your permit, you go out and buy a gun. With a concealed carry weapons permit, you that is your buying permit, so you don't have to go and buy a bunch of permits, but you have to get like this. The FBI looks into your your background and you get your stuff all taken care of, and and so you can legally carry walk around and carry a gun. So it's like people like my brother who took his old lady to uh, Chicago for the weekend and asked me, "Am I going to get in trouble for carrying my gun on the Amtrak train?" So when I go to Chicago, I'm like, "Dude, are you kidding me?" Uh, my old lady went to, uh, to, uh, to college there for four years and was walking around by herself in the middle of the night. I think you'll probably be okay. You're 6'5 and 280. You'll probably be fine. Uh, it's, I don't know. That's, they're coming to take her guns! No, but I thought that without one, you couldn't, like, carry one. What's that? I thought that without a CCW, you couldn't carry a gun around. No, you, you can't carry a handgun without one. Okay. If you have a, if you have a proper, I think that's the way it is. Uh, if you, if you have your... Uh, like a rifle or a shotgun, if you have it in the case and it's registered to you, you can carry it. But I mean, you can't just walk into a plane and this is my carry-on. Just try to shove, <laughs> shove it on. Did you see the news story the other day where a uh, uh, co-pilot accidentally misfired yes. uh, a gun like mid-air? <laughs> yeah, like accidentally just like, well, there's the trigger. I just pulled it and we're at thirty-five thousand feet. Why did the co-pilot have a gun? Because they all have guns. They can oh, all have guns right. now. Like, although uh, if you've seen MythBusters, a bullet hole will not. I was just decompressed. I have seen that. Just gonna say that. So, <laughs> I remember uh, going back. My brother freaked out. He went. Uh, they went to Canada fishing on a fishing trip or something. Um, and uh, they gave him a hard time for. Uh, they gave him a hard time for having a concealed carry weapons permit. And he's like, those communists, uh, you know, because of course, uh, get her done. Um, and I was like, wouldn't you want to know if people were coming into our country with a concealed carry weapons permit, uh, specifically from other, you know, like, wouldn't you want to know that? So why, why you'd have such a hard time with that? I don't know. I like, I, the, I've actually considered getting a concealed carry weapons permit so that I can buy, I, for whatever reason, I don't, I'm not going to carry a gun around and, uh, Christine would kill me if I actually bought any guns. But I, for whatever reason, I was recently given, uh, my family are, uh, as I've said uh, millions of times, uh, super rednecks. So they collect a lot of guns. But my grandfather has guns from the beach in Normandy that my relatives have brought back that are really, really cool. Uh, and, and they have like, uh, just guns like German guns and stuff and like collecting World War II stuff and that kind of stuff I think is cool because that's like real war fighting for real reason. Uh, and, and just to have it as a permit for that. I don't know why I'm so fascinated with it and not like I have money to blow on guns, but. Wait, um, do you have to have a permit to have that in your house? You have to register it. Oh. So in, in theory, you, anybody can go out and buy, like you can go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a shotgun or buy a rifle. Uh, and you don't need a permit. You have to register for it. Oh. And so you register it as owning it, but you don't have to have a permit. But for handguns, you have to have a permit. I think that's the way it works. 
I, I, but you can't have a handgun at all in D.C., which mm-hmm. is before the Supreme Court right now. Oh yeah, didn't it? there was this? Uh, they were talking about. It's there's a guy who's a uh, private security firm. He's allowed to have his handgun when he's on duty, but as soon as he's off duty, uh, he has to lock it up in a safe. It would be illegal for him to carry it around, and so he's going before the Supreme Court to challenge Second Amendment and whether or not, like the District of Columbia says, sure you can have a rifle or a shotgun. But you cannot have a handgun for whatever reason, unless you're actually protecting somebody and on the clock. I the people that take things that are uh, obviously religious people are great at this with the Bible. Uh, but um, and by the way, does anybody else find it interesting that the the religious right is uh, usually take things from the Old Testament uh, as far as like homosexuals are wrong, it's sin. I, I thought like the Old Testament, isn't it like the Jewish Bible? Like, isn't the New Testament the Christian Bible? Okay, so anyway. People take written things and and they, they make things work for them no matter what their angle is, and it just drives me nuts, and that whole uh, amendment right thing is one of those. I don't think the Founding Fathers had an AK-47 with a 150-round uh, banana clip in their minds with uh, rocket launchers and, you know, uh, heat-seeking missiles in your own arsenal. Uh, that's ugh, it drives me nuts. My family's a like that. Teacher like, Dewitt who owns a bazooka. <laughs> he's he's actually collects military memorabilia. Speaking so. of uh, guns, by the way, Ti uh, going to spend some time in prison, of course, uh, for uh, trying to buy a uh, automatic uh, machine gun uh, without uh, paying with cash with silencers, like. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> right. Like, okay. If you're going to get an assault rifle, <laughs> what, what do you need the silencer for? Yeah, well, the thing is, like. So if you, you don't it, disturb the neighbors? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I can understand. If I had a lot of money, I would buy things like that just, just because. But, like, throwing the silencers in there is what makes it look bad. Because, like, why would you need silencers for? Silencers and sawdust. It's completely innocent. <laughs> oh, good lord. A coup. <laughs> Has T.I. done anything since that single with uh, Timberlake? He was in uh, American Gangster. Was he? Yeah. I never even, I didn't even Little see that movie. Stevie, yeah. yeah. He, he's been on like remixes. That's kind of how the South is. When you're, kind, when you're in between albums you just kind of jump on every remix yeah here's what i don't understand though uh he got arrested for attempting to buy machine guns paying for them with cash and without registering for them as mandated by the law charged with possession of unregistered machine guns silencers as well as possession of firearms by a convicted felon so he has a previous felony okay that makes sense i was gonna say he's gonna get a year in prison just for having like uh that's kind of stupid. I can understand giving him a bunch of probation and fining the hell out of him because he's got money, but why waste prison space on the guy? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I guess if he's got a previous felony, then that kind of helps. So anyway, um, I cannot believe the weekly box office top ten. By the way, four three two three eight nine three. our screen name is uh, Impact Happy Hour via AOL Instant Messenger. Horton Hears a Who, uh, number one. <laughs> Still, $86 million. Is anybody... Anybody, you were the one that I Eric. Want, I want to see it. Why? But I haven't seen it. It looks so awful. Because I read the books as a kid, and it has Jim Carrey, who I like, and it has Steve Carell, who I like. So, but it's also got a dangerous pro-life message. It does. That's according to you know film critics with too much time on their hands. <laughs> Wait, a dangerous pro-life? I probably it's, wouldn't pick up on that. I guess it's 
the town or the actual thing represents how life is special, no. maybe. Sounds like something Michael Medved would say. It's it's something that they would report on network news when they've got nothing to do and they need filler <laughs> desperately. Yeah. I See, I'm one of the only people that actually makes sense. Like, uh, for the people who are uh, in... Uh, insanely pro-life are the same people that will send a barely convictable person to the, you know, death chamber. Uh, I'm pro-choice, but I'm also pro-death. I think certain people deserve to die for certain things. Not every life is precious. I would be pro-death if they instituted a running man policy. (laughs) (laughs) Hunting people on a a special island. Strapping them into a chair is just sad. Yeah. (laughs) Giving them a machine gun and letting them run around a big arena. You know, I don't want to get an argument started, but I, I actually read somewhere that it is more expensive to execute someone than it is to jail them for the rest of their life. And I don't know if that, that has to do with the appeals processes that it's they have the to go appeals. through. It's the appeals. Is it? Mm-hmm. I, that, wow, that seems kind of crazy. But um, So anyway, Dr. Seuss's Horton Here's a Who. Happy hour, everybody. Uh, in at number one. Uh, number two, Tyler Perry's uh, Meet the Browns. In really? At number two. <laughs> I don't think it was a strong week in movies is what I'm thinking. Uh, number three, Shudder. Uh, number four, Drill Bit Taylor. Number five, 10,000 BC. It's only pulled in, uh, only, pulled in 76.4 mil, but uh, for a movie like that, you'd ex- certainly expect more. Uh, n- number six, Never Back Down. Number seven, College Road Trip. Number eight, uh, The Bank Job. Number nine, Vantage Points. And number ten, Under the Same Moon. Uh, before we get into movies, um, I need, I saw a movie last night um, that utterly destroyed me. Uh, I recently got a copy of uh, Kurt Cobain about a son, and I there's um, there's certain times when you meet people like especially uh, in the line of work like radio and that kind of stuff. You kind of um, you meet certain sometimes you meet really famous people and they really let you down and you're like wow I for me it was they might be giants um, huge jerks uh, to me <laughs> uh, and that was like my favorite favorite band ever um and i was just destroyed i wouldn't listen to him for weeks months after that i was like you guys and i was like 19 years old i'm like good lord what am i 12 uh so anyway uh, i saw kurt cobain about a son and for those of you we've talked about it a couple times we've really never gone into depth about it uh basically uh michael azarad uh recorded interviews with kurt for it was like 28 hours worth of interviews for the book that he wrote come as you are the story of nirvana which was released 1993 which is when these interviews were uh and then this guy aj schnack or shank or whatever his name is uh went through and got a hold of michael azrad got all the audio tapes from the interviews and then just had a film crew go around and film uh seattle aberdeen uh, uh, Montesano, all these places in Washington, and there's no actual, like, I mean, there's a couple pictures in there from Charles Peterson, who did all the sub-pop stuff and Nirvana stuff and all that stuff back in the early 90s, but um, there's no Nirvana music, there's no, it's no Nirvana, anything besides just Kurt, and uh, it's basically just Kurt talking about himself for 90 minutes, and the guy is, was, came across as the world's biggest blowhard megalomaniac jackass in the home like he was telling all these stories uh from his childhood he was so full of s like no no way 90 percent of that stuff ever happened and he's just like you know he's talking about well you know we just had to change i I've, I've broken up with nirvana like 10 you know quit the band like 10 times this year because 
you know, uh, Dave and Chris, you know, think we should have equal money. And uh, I, you know, that's bull because I get all the attention and I write the song. So it got to the point where it was like Kurt was making 75% of the money and then they had to share, you know, they're each making 12.5%. And it just came across so it awful. Did, I will say that it did come across pretty. He just came across as a jackass. Yeah. And it's just like. And for some of us, like especially for me, um, and it's so cheesy to say, but the, that band and that guy was the reason I got into music. It was the reason I got you know out of Perry and Get Her Done and all that stuff, and actually opened my mind to a world that's actually bigger than the four square mile radius of Perry, Michigan. Uh, and I, I it was just so incredibly disappointing to hear some of the stuff coming out of that guy's mouth. It's a it's a well done movie. It's kind of interesting. Um, I think they took a little liberty with the shots and like all this stuff going on. There's just like random people's faces on the screen. Yeah, that and- was kind of strange. I found myself though more like almost mesmerized by w- when he was talking. It was weird because I'd be watching it and like I was watching it by myself. I'd be watching it and then like not realizing what I was seeing. And I think the coolest part about it, like toward the end, he started to get a little better. Um, yeah, when yeah, he was you're talking right. About, like, yeah. Um, like the kids, and then he was saying something about marriage and love, and right. like he he started to show like a softer side of him. But I loved when you could hear, um, like Courtney in the background. Oh, yeah. She yelled down to him to like bring the bottle up. Yeah. Like that just all brought it back to me. Like wow, this this is really like. So actually... Is this like a narrated Koyaanisqatsi <laughs> or something? It's just Kurt talking about his life from childhood to death, basically, and and. The thing was, is his thing, he's like, I wasn't normal. I didn't want to be normal. I was just so much more than all these kids that I grew up with. And I'm just like, I mean, and obviously the guy had lots of issues and the guy was sick. And, you know, his his excuse for using heroin was like, well, my stomach hurt. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, you're a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you really like, liked that opiates. That was the only time the pain stopped. Well, I want, like, because you were passed out yeah. nodding off because of the heroin. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's kind of a. It's it's one of those things, and it's again, it's really cheesy, but it's a sign of of being of growing up. I think, uh, especially for me, because it's kind of like this idol, this guy that I looked up to ever since I was thirteen, uh, and it was just like my world was Nirvana, and then it just like the guy was kind of a dick. Like uh, I, I, you know, maybe that's why I don't listen to the music that much anymore. I don't know. Uh, just kind of, and dude. Josh has just completely his eyes just glazed yeah. over. Oh, like, no, oh, I'm listening, but I'm also reading. <laughs> He's like Wikipedia, Kurt Cobain. No, I, 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 I was on Wrestling Observer uh, because I'm still a big wrestling fan, and WrestleMania is coming up, so it's not that I'm disinterested in what you're saying. I'm just overly interested in what I'm reading. Uh, what will be, um, and obviously the the big budget movie, the Nirvana uh, movie, or Kurt Cobain movie, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's a Kurt movie, but it's like Paramount, uh, which is coming out, which will be awful, I'm sure. Um, we'll also be, we'll put him in a different limelight. But um, I now I feel really bad for like Dave and Chris having to be in a band with that guy. If that's like what he was like, is that? I mean, one of the obviously one of the most brilliant songwriters and um, uh, just song person, singer ever. But 
doesn't get by with like Lane Staley was also a raving uh heroin addict but was a much like the guy was hilarious. Anything you ever saw that they did, Allison Chains ever did on 120 minutes, it's them running around in speedos like at a <laughs> water park and like laughing and and uh that movie I'm really looking forward to. Um which Brandon is the big uh, resident Allison Chains freak, so I'm sure we'll hear uh, lots about that. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out there because I, I it just it kind of broke my heart a little bit to to see that and hear the stuff coming out of his mouth because it was just like I remember I was uh my freshman year of college I I was when I came here to MSU I was still super alternative I had my knee high Doc Martens uh I had super long hair flannel like super long chain in my wallet just you know Did you know Christine yet? Oh God, no! That was years and years and years before. Uh, what are you talking? She, I was in a rock band when she met me, and long hair. I had long hair back then too. Long green hair and flannel, uh, and Doc yeah. Martens up to your knees. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, my my roommate um, that I moved in with, who I moved in blind with, was uh, decidedly a little more preppy and kind of like. I mean, he was a good time. It remains one of my best friends ever, but he was you know more preppy and kind of. Um, normal, I guess you would say. And so I, after hanging out with him for so long, I just kind of like, you know, I lo- I cut my hair and I kind of like got rid of the docks. And I mean, I still have them, but I don't wear them anymore. And you I still have them. Oh yeah, of course. dude. Those knee high docks are hard to find, especially for dude my size. Uh, <laughs> you know, the flannel is put away somewhere. I don't know if I even still have it. All my, you know, alternative flipper and Nirvana shirts and stuff, trying to copy everybody else all taken care of. And I had a dream that I can still remember vividly, where I had a dream where Kurt came to me in a dream and was so <laughs> pissed at me because I was a sellout and was, like, beating me up in my dream. And then, like, it, it was unreal. Like, I can still remember it. And I woke up and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sellout. I'm getting preppy and stuff now. And obviously, since then, I've grown up. But uh, my my world used to revolve around that guy. And uh, wow. uh, it's, you know, it's just... So anyway, that uh, for those of you uh, who have yet to see it, what? Hey, we want to talk know. about. Yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so it's just something that was important to me that I wanted to share, which is obviously funny. But uh, I just want to put that out there. Other movies in theaters right now. Uh, getting away from that, Run, Fat Boy, Run, also in theater. Uh, as is Boarding Gates, Love Songs, uh, Shelter, Planet B Boy, uh, National Lampoon's Bag Boy, which is not rated. Which seems kind of weird. Uh, Towards Darkness, The Grand, The Hammer, which is not anywhere around here, which we've talked about. Uh, Under the Same Moon, etc., etc. Uh, anybody going out to see uh, a movie tomorrow night, by the way? Or tonight, I guess you can probably go see movies tonight. No? 21? Hmm? Mm, nope. Where no. can we get one of those shirts from? Look over her. Oh, the 21 shirts? Yeah. Uh, I have like a billion in my office, thanks to Allied Advertising. Allied Advertising. By the way, for those of you who made it through my ridiculous tar jaunt of Nirvana and, uh, <laughs> and Kurt uh, breaking my heart, 432-3893. I've got, uh, let's give away uh, two pairs of tickets to see uh, a prom night. At celebration, and we'll give away the tickets to see Harold and Kumar uh, a little later. Four three two three eight nine three callers uh, one and two. You'll pick up a pair of tickets to see Prom Night at Celebration Cinema. Uh, also pick up the twenty one T shirt that Joshua was so interested in, uh, as well as uh, cards and posters. Thanks to Allied Advertising, so we'll uh, have those, and then we'll have tickets to see uh, Harold and Kumar uh, coming up a little later on this hour. Uh, movies opening this week: superhero movie. 
It's not by those two. No, it's I not. I did my research. While, while I was uh, going on and on about Kurt. Yeah, no, no. No, I was sleeping then. Uh, also, uh, did you say you were... You weren't going to see it, were you? I'm... You said it's not by it's the guys not who by do Epic Movie and Freeberg and Seltzer, I think are their names. So, so it's the scary movie. It's, it, it, I mean, I don't know why they choose that chose to end it with movie like right. those guys. I would. Well, try I guess to avoid they that. called dibs on scary movie first. Well, so. yeah. well that uh, that opens this week, as does uh, Twenty One. Who. Uh, the thing that I find interesting about this is, A, I was just in Vegas, but B, this is the story about bringing, uh, it's based on the book Bringing Down the House, which was based in like the 60s, uh, back in old Fremont, Vegas, uh, with the MIT kids. And I love how movies rewrite books for the theater. It's um, starring, uh, obviously, Kevin Spacey, there's Kate Bosworth is in this, as is Jim Sturgis, who I'm not exactly familiar who it is. Uh, Robert Luketic, is that his name? Directs it. Uh, it basically what it is, for those of you who don't know, it's all about card counting. And uh, the, what's really interesting, if you get a chance to see it on like History Channel A&E, uh, once it's on every like month or two, is the story of, of the original story of these guys from MIT and card counting and how incredibly impossible it is. And by the way, all these people in this movie are really good looking. The original people from MIT are the most awkward, uh, <laughs> like unfortunate looking people on the face. <laughs> That should be reason enough to think that they're not good. <laughs> well, Go to MIT for a reason. Well, you know, it's not for their look. The thing is, though, my my buddy Haney, who I was talking about uh, being my preppy roommate, works at MIT uh, in Cambridge, and he says there are surprisingly a lot of hot chicks at MIT. Which Good. they're wh- you wouldn't expect that. No, uh, think which that's the dean just pulling strings. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's got ringers. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. please include headshot. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not saying that beautiful women can't be smart. Um, we're just saying that most of them don't have. I was to about be. to say smart women can't be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joking. Ouch! That is a uh, that's Josh. You can get a hold of him uh, Saturday nights for the cultural vibe. It's starting at eight o'clock right here. Wouldn't be the first call we got. <laughs> uh, but anyway, twenty one. That is opening uh, this week as well. Uh, another movie. What is the new movie with Jared Leto uh, and uh, uh, Lilo that's opening? That is getting awful, awful, awful oh. reviews. Stop loss? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto goes to war and finds <laughs> out they have no awful reviews. They have no <laughs> mascara left <laughs> and his little holy gloves and other things. Chapter twenty seven is uh by the way, is that one. Uh December eighth, Mark David Chapman to shock the world by murdering the beloved purveyor of peace. 40-year-old musician. I love uh, the purveyor of peace who took loads of acid. And uh, Is that Jared Leto playing Mark David Chapman? I think it is. They put on a fat suit. That or he's getting true goth and gained a bunch of weight, so he can really be goth. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Lindsay Lohan plays Jude. Uh, Jared wow. Leto plays <laughs> Mark David Chapman. Uh, does anybody actually play John Lennon? Mark Lindsay Chapman plays John Lennon? What? Is that a re- is that a relative of Mark David Chapman? Because I don't know. Lauren Milberger plays Gilda Radner. Oh yeah, I forgot that she was involved. Like she was a friend. Uh, Detroit native Gilda Radner. Uh, Lennon band member Eric Wolf. That name sounds familiar as well. Um, that is a story that is uh, obviously. 
He gained 40 pounds and then lost it, was hospitalized for losing it. So he did become true goth. Wow, thanks, Bernadette. Uh, that, uh, oh, God, I hear Jordan Catalano. Every girl in my high school was that Claire Danes chick from uh, My So-Called Life, and it drove me nuts. Everybody <laughs> dyed their hair red. Uh, so anyway, uh, so that is Chapter 27. What does Chapter 27 have to do with uh, John Lennon getting shot, though? Um, I, when I see Chapter 27, I think I'm bankruptcy. sure he was reading a book, and this is... <laughs> Some sort of grand I think he actually gesture. was reading a book. Uh, so anyway, Stop Loss. That is... Bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. Opening this week, uh, Stop Loss. Get her done. Uh, <laughs> freedom isn't free. Uh, Priceless, also out in theaters. My brother is an only child. Uh, Flawless, out in uh, theaters. <laughs> Who's your monkey? Uh, American Zombie. And uh, back seats also opening this week. Uh, next week, Leatherheads, Nim's Island. And when I see Nim, is that like the Secret, Secret of, of Nim? Nim? No, no. Okay, because that's that requires an H. It's, I remember seeing Secret of Nim when I was a kid and being totally freaked out by the one with the glowing eyes. Am I? Is that the right one? The rats with the glowing eyes. That's yeah. Secret of Nim, right? Okay. I always get confused between like the Dark Crystal, the Secret of Nim, the Labyrinth. Wait, there was a labyrinth, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's Watership Down. Watership Down. There was a bunch of them that used to freak me out. Oh, Nim's Island. This is that one that's the made-for-TV uh, one with uh, Jodie Foster and Abigail Breslin. Wow. Uh, they've fallen a long way if they're just making... This is straight-to-TV, right? I thought it was. I believe it's in theaters. Yeah, I was going to say. Really? I thought it was... All right. Maybe not well, right now, but it will be. Mark Levin and Jennifer Flackett uh, directed uh, Jodie Foster, Abigail Breslin, Gerard Butler, Morgan Griffin, and a bunch of other names that I don't recognize. Nimbus Island. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. PG coming out in theaters. I don't. So much. I don't even know why they release stuff in uh, theaters anymore. They might as well just go straight to DVD because people just get it off the internets anyway. Uh, anyway, so that is opening uh, next week, as well as The Ruins, uh, Jack and Jill vs. The World, Sex and Death 101, Meet Bill, Shine a Light, and Mr. Blue, or My Blueberry Nights, uh, which looks interesting. <laughs> the Flight of the Red Balloon. Didn't they do a song about this in the early 80s? <laughs> 99 Red Balloons? I, uh, <laughs> no, wasn't there... <laughs> Yeah, no, I wait, there was a, no, there, there was, when I was a kid, there was this French film. The Red Balloon is the, what it was called. Thank you. It, <laughs> so it's a groundbreaking already, film. I remember uh, having to watch it in French class. <laughs> <laughs> the critics spoofed it and turned it into an action movie. <laughs> in a world where helium comes at a price. <laughs> yeah. Looks like the red balloon is about to become the dead balloon. It floats away. Wow. I could not have foreseen that. <laughs> For the ten people who actually watched The Critic. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I bought The Critic on DVD when it came out. That was one of the most underrated shows ever. I loved I The s- Critic. I also own it, and it's probably going to... Stop working soon because I've watched it so many times. John Lovitz is one of the most underrated comedians ever. John Lovitz is fantastic. Uh, he made me his friend on MySpace. Uh, Prom Night also out on DVD, which looks... Um, I don't know what it is about these movies. Like, oh my god, I'm at prom and this guy's going to come and this kill us all. This is a remake. I know, but I don't know. If, I don't, if it's a remake and I don't know the original movie, I don't... like. Yeah. <laughs> The original movie was kind of scary. It was scary, like old scary, like Halloween. Scary. How? You, when did it come out? 
See, oh, I'm a, I, I, a pop culture guy. 70s or 60s or something. There was always, okay, I think I kind of remember it because there was, in, in my local uh, video store where I grew up, there was always this rack of movies, VHS tapes from the early 80s, late 70s of scary movies that always fascinated me. Like there was the one where the girl has like the, the braided hair and it's, in, and it's in the uh, uh, noose shape. Is that yeah, April Fool's? April Fool's. I, I can remember that. I can remember all the... The faces of death and traces of death and all those awful like <laughs> snuff films, basically. Uh, and I can remember uh, uh, the Night of the Living Dead, like all oh, of those. That was a good one, though. Did you like the remake? It, um, I like the. I think Dawn of the Dead was one of the remakes they did. Yeah, I yeah. Liked. I didn't particularly like Land of the Dead or whatever the last like original one was, but. Most of the, the the Living Dead films are pretty good. Uh, the original one, uh, back when I used to have Comcast, uh, it was one of those on-demand, courtesy of Comcast kind of things. And uh, I watched it, and for being a movie and what it was, it was so great. It was just like, oh. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's like college kids like us making uh, movies like that, which I think would be lots of fun. So, uh, anyway, that uh, that is out this week as well. I just started seeing uh, advertisements for that. Uh, coming to soon to theaters, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which uh, is billed to be a very good movie. Uh, as uh, Start Chopping, a.k.a. Evan, who is uh, online but uh, not talking at the moment, says he will. it will be funnier and replace the stoner comedy of Harold and Kumar, uh, which... We'll see. Uh, Forbidden Kingdom, 88 Minutes, and The Great Escape uh, coming out uh, next week. Other movies soon. Big Stand, The List, Holiday Baggage, Iron Man, uh, yes. Maid of Honor, what? Speed Racer, uh, which is yet to be rated. Yes. Um, awesome. So terrible. Why does it take them so long to rate movies now? It seems like before well, you knew what a movie was. They intentionally wait to rate them. Why? And some, it's now that... Didn't the leader of the movie rating system die? I hope so, because there's no reason that some movies should be rated what they are. Well, there's actually a documentary called NC-17, which goes into depth and hunts down all the board members. (laughs) Hunts them down. Yes, it... Guys waiting in cars to film them walking past. I'm going to say, here's a movie coming out May 16th that I'm really looking forward to. And again, I know it makes me lame. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian looks really, really good. Uh, coming out May 16th. Never seen any of those. Uh, the first one was, what? Joshua? I, no. I think it's, <laughs> that's because I really have a headache. Not because oh. you induced a headache. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, pointing that out. Hey, you can uh, go see that movie the same night that you have your big um, WoW tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> I just want to point out that sorry, uh, Joshua was talking about uh, how excited he was for multiplayer Grand Theft Auto and how his life will be over. Oh, but that's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's way cooler. Those aren't orcs and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what's really funny? As I, the other day... Um, I actually I went to Google and I typed in girls who play Warcraft and I went and I just clicked on images. I've never laughed so hard in my entire life because oh, it, no. the the girl to guy ratio is like it's got to be like 99,000 to 1. And uh there's like the the girls that like are proud and proclaim that they play Warcraft. Uh, there, there actually is like a, a Zanga site of uh, the girls that are listed. I'm hot. I'm not huge and fat. Look at me. I play World of Warcraft. 
Uh, no, that's what some of them say, and I'm like, wow, that's uh, I wouldn't be pointing that As out. As they hold the camera high above their heads. Yeah, the <laughs> shot, that's, that's the MySpace The MySpace photos, yeah. So, uh, anyway, if any of you guys, um, trying to get away from a while, have any of you guys lately been getting uh, random friend requests from um, uh, Facebook from people that you have absolutely no possible way like I've been getting Facebook requests for people from like Costa Rica and Nicaragua well, you're and like famous. Well, no, I like I don't understand where they would be coming from. Like I from my MySpace page is connected to my Q101 page, so it makes sense that I'm getting random people, but uh I don't I, I have no idea where they're coming from and it's like people with like six names and pictures and they're in Hollywood and I'm like, "Well, I, can you really spam uh, <laughs> Facebook stuff? They do. Have you looked at some people's walls re- recently? Somebody oh, yeah. sent me something about ringtones, and I was like, yeah. uh... I've been getting a lot oh, of Oh, really? Actually. The whole phishing thing has finally made its way to Facebook. Oh, that's too... And now you're going to start getting... Because when you know people have graduated, and they've never oh, ever, ever sent you yeah. anything on Facebook, and then you see they've written on your wall and saying... Oh my God! I just got these great ringtones. Yeah. And this Macy's gift card. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, now I can make my man part bigger. Right. You should check it out. <laughs> Actually, my friends would write that on there, so <laughs> I can't always uh, look into that. Uh, I also want to point out that um. Uh, Speaking of Warcraft, they actually have in-game spam in Warcraft. Like they've cracked down terrible. on it a lot. It's, it used to be pretty bad. Really? Oh yeah. What was the? the uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this on the air. What is the server that you guys are on? Oh. I'm on Shadow Cancel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I don't bring comic books. Something takes its place. <laughs> See, no people have people uh, people have uh they, if you say. They have a conception, a preconception, uh, or a notion of, of somebody. If if you say you play World of Warcraft, they immediately think, "Oh, this person is this, or this person is that." And for the most part, I'd say that's true. Um, but there, there are a number of people that I know that I play are like some of the people, the most gifted, talented musicians I've ever known, who aren't total nerds and can actually get chicks. Um, uh, believe it or not, I don't know any chicks that play. Uh, but uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I keep bringing it up because I just keep bringing the pain to myself. I know there's people out there that play that won't commi- that won't commit to the fact that they do. At least Eric, I, I'm proud of it. I yeah, because you got your old anything... lady sitting next to you. You're already getting married. You don't need to worry. You should let it all hang out. Very well. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. I think I think that World of Warcraft is a judge of character because I mean, pretty much the internet as a whole is. I'm going to get wax philosophical. Okay. But, no, you have total anonymity, and you can decide what kind of person you're going to be. There are some people who are get on that game who interrupt funerals. Yeah. Which is quite amusing. Yeah. But These people are called revolutionaries, pioneers, and great <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, if you think that the stuff that's coming out of Eric, Eric's mouth is, like, ridiculous, uh, we uh, fund entire classes of that exact conversation here at Michigan State University. So if you think Thank that's you. ridiculous, uh, go check out the telecommunications department right here at MSU. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, coming up later on this evening, the, the most evil hours of music on the air... Uh, with featuring Puke Pile from uh, 10 until 2 a.m. Coming up next, uh, before uh, 
You always get so upset at me for not giving tickets away. I have to put these away. together, and then I have to put You know how much a... stuff is going on, and how much is not going through my brain while I'm trying to just talk and blow hard? Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what? Being a blowhard. It's just... Talk, you know, meaning like a quarter of the stuff that comes out of your, uh, out of your mouth. Uh, four three two three eight nine three. What? Uh, oh, pair of tickets. Even Amanda's oh, giving you like a what? Blowhard. You guys don't know what a blowhard is? Yeah, we this, do. This is not the type of thing. This <laughs> makes me think of uh, if anybody's seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's a part where he's playing a card game and he says a word which, in its actual meaning, means something. It. Uh, uh, I won't even go into the details. Okay, so anyway, four, I don't want to get ticked off. Wow, this has uh, been one hell of a rough show. Four three two three eight nine three. One pair of tickets to see Harold and Kumar at Celebration Cinema. Twenty one t shirt cards. You don't get twenty one shirts uh, and posters. Thanks, Allied Advertising. Four three two three eight nine three. Impact would like to thank Celebration Cinemas for their support. Pick up tickets to see Harold and Kumar. Uh, I've always said this every time we've give out, given out tickets, and it never seems to happen. But if you uh, win a pair of tickets, we'd love to hear from you in the next week and see what movie you saw and uh, what you thought of it. Because uh, believe it or not, for a panel of people that are on a pop culture radio show, we don't make it out to see movies as much as we probably should. So uh, that is uh, that's up to you. Uh, next week will be my last show as a single man uh, before my. Uh, Big wedding, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll have Christine would be upset that you're saying you're a single man right now. Well, here's the thing: like they say, you're a bat. It's a bachelor party. Bachelors are single, but you have an old lady. So, I mean, if you're not married, aren't you? It's actually just an excuse. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, that'll be an interesting show next week. Impact89fm.org. That is uh, where you can find uh, better uh, installments of this show uh, online. Just go over to the podcast section. You can also check out uh, other exposure shows. All right there, impact89fm.org. Up next, as previously stated, The Basement. Two hours of local music featuring Amanda, yeah, who doesn't know what blowhard means either. <laughs> for college kids, for God's sakes. Uh, listen to t- uh, conservative talk radio. That's all blowhards. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. It is Impact Happy Hour, and it's on the future of music. Impact 89 FM.